Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Hey there, my friend. Thank you for joining me today. In today's episode, I would love to share with you a list of 12 things that helped me heal my own grief back in 2009 when my mother died in India. Number one, books. Books have always been my lifeline, but after my mother died, somehow I found that my reading tastes changed quite significantly. I didn't know it at the time, but a door was opening inside of me and that door was leading me on the path I walk today, which is a deeper connection to the divine and the healing work I do in the world. Now, I read many books during that time, many books on the afterlife, on spiritual practices, on Buddhism, on mindfulness, but the four books that formed the pillars of my life during this time of healing from laws were the following. The Tibetan Book of Living and Dying, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, and two books by Wayne Dyer, The Shift and Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. These books sort of awakened in me this deep desire to live life with meaning and purpose and joy. Number two, Attending a grief support group. I ended up attending a nine-week grief support group at a local church. I'd never been to a support group before, so this started off as a bit of an intimidating experience, and I tell the story in my transformational memoir, Losing Amma, Finding Home, which you can find on Amazon. But having a space to cry and feeling held by a group of women who are all mourning a parent's loss was really the best gift I gave to myself on this healing journey. Number three, working with a spiritual mentor. This was one of the best decisions I made for myself. I had never been to therapy before and I didn't go to a therapist because when I did some reflection about my mother's death, what I realized was this. I didn't just want to cope with the loss. I wanted to grow through my loss. So I worked with a spiritual mentor for two and a half years. Not because I was grieving hard that whole time, but I kept growing deeper and deeper through this journey of loss and growth. Number four, meditation. I learned to develop a consistent meditation practice. Now, I had meditated on and off before, but I didn't have anything like a regular practice. So it wasn't easy when I began, but meditation opened me up in ways that weren't just healing, but necessary to the work I was feeling called to do at the time. It increased my sense of peace and well-being and helped me deepen my connection with the divine. Number five, working with seniors. Strangely, the only part-time position that opened up for me in 2008 when the economy was in recession was at a retirement community. Nine years later, I still facilitate three groups there, one of which is a weekly storytelling group. 
working with the elderly who are in so much physical and emotional pain many of them feeling disengaged and disconnected went a long way in healing my own heart i had to slow down in order to keep pace with them i learned from them and i received many many gifts from them number 6 writing writing has always been my go to place writing and publishing two books right after my mother died literally saved my life it helped me give voice to what i was thinking and feeling and make sense of how i was changing where i was headed and also helped me connect with people who were walking in similar shoes number 7 crying i'll admit it unashamedly i am a crier my soul just feels cleansed after a good cry so every time my sorrow welled up i allowed it to overflow i made my grief a priority usually at night when the day's work was done and i could sit with my feelings and just feel them number 8 forgiveness work i made a conscious commitment to clean up all my forgiveness issues in fact in the days and weeks after my mother's death i made a list of people i needed to forgive then i wrote letters and emails or i called them and spoke to them and this was really really crucial to the healing i experienced the burden of carrying emotional baggage can be one of the most challenging things on the grief journey so doing the work of resolving and coming to peace with people that i felt i had injured in some way actually lifted my spirits and i began to feel lighter number 9 finding a fun friend i was a brand new immigrant so i didn't know too many people in the states plus i was so wrapped up in my grief that it was just not the best time to find new friends but i did have one good friend at the place where i worked and my friend andy was so full of jokes interested in indian culture indian food he was comfortable around emotions and he made every effort to cheer me up i know now that every griever should have at least one fun friend someone who can be a source of healthy distraction in the midst of deep pain now i'm not saying distract yourself from your pain but it is important to distract yourself briefly to have a few laughs and feel a little lighter number 10 service when you find someone who is seeking the very thing you are seeking whether it is love money energy or companionship and you give it to them your reservoir starts to fill up almost magically this is a law of the universe and it just happens time after time so in the months after my mother died i visited nursing homes and sat with the elderly i listened to their stories i gave them back rubs i wiped their tears away and many times i became a surrogate daughter when the real daughter wasn't around i write about all these experiences in my transformational memoir losing amma finding home and you can find that on amazon and read more about my journey number 11 my siblings i am blessed to have three wonderful siblings and if you read my book you will um read about a phase in my life when my relationship with my brother was a bit rocky but we reconnected when our mother died 
having regular conversations with my sisters in India, crying together, sharing memories. It was all like therapy. So talking to my siblings and sharing my grief with them felt like my safe space. And finally, number 12, my soul map, viewing my life experiences from the perspective of my soul brought me a new level of peace and joy. I began to understand that whereas my ego is necessary, my life does so much better when my soul is in charge. Learning to live by my soul values has been such a wonderful life-changing experience for me. I love the mystery. I love the mystical life. I feel held, supported and connected to everything. So these are the 12 things that healed my own grief when I look back on that time. And I hope you will listen to this and sort of reflect upon your own journey and see what are some things that help you. What speaks to you? What feels like nurturing and comfort to your soul at a time when your heart is so broken? Write to me at uma at umagirish.com if you have any questions or would just like to share feedback on any of the podcast episodes that you've listened to. I really value and welcome your feedback. And please, would you leave a review on iTunes for me? I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much once again. It's been wonderful sharing this time with you. I look forward to talking with you again. Bye now. Thank you for listening to The Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H dot com for grief guidance and inspiration.